This is the time for you to sit back and indulge in stories. Namaste. You are listening to Story O'Clock, a podcast dedicated to episodes of all sorts of stories around the world. I am your host Arushi Sena, welcoming you to my little storyland. Today's story is indeed everybody's favorite story. It is The Last Leaf by O. Henry. I really hope you enjoy it. Uh, hi, I am Sue and you better get ready to hear a story full of ups and downs. Um, mostly downs because I'll be filling you in with the tormenting experiences that we have been facing since a couple of weeks now. So much so that it had risked the life of my roommate. This is the year 1919. Greenwich Village, a place where young artists like us prowl up for petty jobs. And obviously, this is the place where John C. and I had met six months ago and our similar choices made us turn into roommates and build the strongest bond ever. Now, the winters had welcomed a deadly, cold, unseen stranger whom doctors called... Um, Pneumonia? Yes, that's what doctors call it. It hasn't really spared anyone he has caught a hold of. And I shiver while saying this, but John C. was also trapped by pneumonia. I immediately called for a doctor, but all he said was that she has one chance in ten. And, and that was a terrible news. But the worst was what he spoke next. He said that my little lady has made up her mind that she's not going to get well. And when a patient prepares herself for a funeral in her mind, even the curative powers of medicines fail. This broke my heart. But I had to act strong in front of her and convince her to live. I sweeped my drawing board in her room casually and started painting for a magazine story. Yes, this is how we artists fetch pennies for a living. We paint all day long and hope that magazine editors accept the painting and pay us back. And you know, there are hundreds of artists like us here. So believe me when I say that the life of an artist is quite a bit tough. Now, all this time when I was drawing, Johnsy had her face stuck at the window. I assumed that she was sleeping, so I did my work, but quietly. But I started hearing whispers, so I went alongside her bed and saw that her eyes were wide open. And she was staring outside the window, counting. Counting backwards. Twelve, she said. And a little later, 11, and then 10, and 9, and then 8 and 7 almost together. And when I saw outside the window, it confused me. I mean, what was there to count after all? There was only a bare, dreary yard to be seen, and the blank side of the brick house 20 feet away. An old, old ivy vine gnarled and decayed at the roots. 
The cold autumn breeze had stripped off its leaves, leaving only a few on its skeleton-like branches. So I asked her, What is it, Johnsy? She said, Six. They are falling faster now. Three days ago, there were almost a hundred. It made my head ache to count them, but now, now, now it's easy, Sue. There goes another one. See, there goes another one. There are only five left now. I was still confused, so I asked her, Six of what? Come on, tell me. And she said, Leaves. On, on that ivy vine, when the last one falls, Sue, I must go too. I've known that for three days now, didn't the doctor tell you? This shocked and broke me. I immediately said, What nonsense! What have those old ivy leaves to do with your getting well, huh? And, and you used to love that vine so much. Come on now, don't be a goosey. Why? Uh, the, the doctor told me this morning that your, your chances for getting well were... Uh, let's see what exactly he said. He said that the chances were 10 to 1. And uh, that's, that's a fairly good chance, isn't it? Now just try to take some broth and let Sudi go back to her drawing so so she can sell the editor man with it and buy port wine for her little sick child, okay? I was already very anxious and what she spoke next made me more. She said, No, no Sue, you need not get any more wine. See, see there goes another one. No, no, I don't want any broth either. See that, that leaves just four there. I want to see the last one fall before it gets dark and then I'll go too. This freaked me out. I said to her, Johnsy, dear, will you please promise me to keep your eyes closed and not look outside the window until I'm done working? I must hand those drawings in by tomorrow. I, I need the light or I would have drawn the shade already. On this, she questioned me. Couldn't you draw in another room? I explained it to her. No, I'd rather be here by you. Besides, I don't want you to keep looking at those silly ivy leaves, okay? She agreed. I said, Try to sleep, Johnsy. I must call Berman up to be my model for old hermit miner. See, I'll not be gone a minute. Please don't try to move till I come back, okay? Old Berman was a painter who lived on the ground floor beneath our apartment. He was past 60 years old and since the last 40 years, he had been trying to paint his masterpiece but had never begun it. Yes, for several years he hasn't even painted a bit and made money only out of posing as a model for artists who cannot afford professionals.
he drank gin to excess and talked only about his masterpiece all the time for rest he was a fierce little old man who regarded himself as a special mastiff in waiting to protect us both i found him in his dimly lit room strongly smelling of gin which was too much for me to tolerate to be honest i decided to tell him everything i told him of johnsy's fancy and how she feared she would indeed light and fragile as a leaf herself float away when her slight hold upon the world grew weaker and probably it was his gin but he shouted at me for letting her imagine all the idiotic situations in her mind i tried to calm him up by saying that she is ill and weak and it is her fever that has let her mind morbid and full of strange fantasies he again convinced me that one day he'll paint his masterpiece and then we three will go away from our struggling life johnsy was sleeping when we went upstairs i pulled down the window sill and saw the ivy vine fearfully a persistent cold rain was falling mingled with snow we resumed back our work mr berman paused for my drawing and after i was done he went back and i being as tired i was dozed off to sleep but when i woke up i found johnsy with dull wide open eyes staring at the drawn green shade she ordered me to pull up the window sill and i obeyed and to our surprise the last leaf had survived the strong gusts of wind and snow johnsy told me that she expected the last leaf to fall off last night but it is great that it will fall off when she is awake so that she can go at the same time but even after the horrid weather the last leaf had to go through it still remained intact this made johnsy say so i have been a bad girl sudi but something something has made that last leaf stay there to show me how wicked i was it's it's a sin to want to die isn't it but you may bring me a little broth now and and some milk with with pot in it and no no bring me a hand mirror first and then pack some pillows about me and i will sit up and watch you cook i, I don't want to die I don't want to die sudi hearing this i immediately called for the doctor and his exact words were with good nursing you will win and now i must see another case i have downstairs bowman i guess his name is some kind of an artist i believe pneumonia too he's an old weak man and the attack is quite acute there is no hope for him but he goes to the hospital today to be made more comfortable there though I was more than happy for Johnsy. My heart wept for Mr. Bowman. I kept praying for him, though I chose not to tell anything to Johnsy till she gets better. The next day, doctor said that Johnsy is out of danger, and we won the battle. We just needed a bit of nutrition and care. That's all. 
That evening I went to her wrapping my arms around her and told her everything. Johnsy, I need to tell you something. Mr. Berman died of pneumonia today in the hospital. He was ill only 2 days. The janitor found him the morning of the first day in his room downstairs helpless with pain. His shoes and clothing were wet and icy cold and then they couldn't imagine where he had been on such a dreadful night and then they also found a lantern still lighted and a ladder that had been dragged from its place and some scattered brushes and a pallet with green and yellow colors mixed on it and look outside the window dear at the last ivy leaf on the wall didn't you wonder why it never fluttered or moved when the wind blew darling it's berman's masterpiece he painted it there the night the last leaf fell that was the last leaf by o henry please let me know if you liked it and stay tuned for more such stories this is me arushi sena signing off Bye